It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. And another facet of the St. Mary's experience is on board today. Director of Spiritual Care at St. Mary Medical Center, it is Jack Jurassic. Hi, Am I pronouncing that right, Jack? You are. Jurassic. Like Jurassic Park. Jur- yeah, 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 there you yeah, go. That'll work. It'll work for you. That would be the first time somebody's <laughs> taken a crack at it. You're the Director of Spiritual Care, and yeah, a component, you see him around, you see the chapel, you see the chapel, and said, yeah, I guess there's some, there's some kind of thing we can talk to, but... We don't know who these people are. Maybe it's for me. I, I I don't know, but there is a place for it. And spiritual care, and the, and you are the chaplain there at St. Mary's, aren't I you? I am. I'm the director of the uh, spiritual care department. Mm-hmm. We have uh, five full time chaplains. Uh, yeah. Some are ordained. We have priest yeah. chaplains, but we have uh, lay chaplains, Protestant chaplains, Catholic chaplains, and uh, a Jewish chaplain. So. We're uh, we're pretty diverse, and that's, wow. that's part of our mission. To There's me. a lot of philosophy going on out there, and theology. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you've been around a little bit. You've uh, you've been in other parts of the region. You're from the Wilkes-Barre. You've been in other centers before in the same role. Does this feel different to you, Jack? Um, actually, I started out as a nurse. I was a registered nurse. I was a, wow. uh, an emergency room nurse, and then studied theology and did ministry yeah. for a lot of years. Um, and then moved into chaplaincy. I did my training at Lehigh Valley Hospital mm-hmm. in Allentown and became a, a educator in, for chaplains. So right. I, I have both roles. And I started out at Lehigh, and I was at Hershey Medical Center mm-hmm. before coming to St. Mary. That's seven years in August. Yeah, so you've been in different parts. You can understand how somehow the other half lives and how you're in somebody else's shoes. And you, could sort of, you could sort of see the whole picture. And uh, this, the spiritual care part of it, is a very personal thing too, and exactly uh, how does the role of uh, where does the role come in? Do they recommend to get to you? They've requested some kind of sure. meetings, or hey, uh, we just like to assure the family that uh, there's if you have some kind of need that maybe somebody's missed or they're concerned sure. about, they they go to you. Yeah, sure. Um, we uh, we visit patients. Uh, we call them just kind of cold calls. We mm-hmm. can walk into rooms and uh, introduce ourselves, our professional chaplain. Sometimes that's rich ground for a conversation. People sure. are struggling. Uh, m- many times nurses and doctors will refer a patient to us because mm-hmm. uh, a patient seems to be carrying something heavy on their heart and feel yeah. that a chaplain <clears throat> could help. So we appreciate those referrals because we are about joining the team mm-hmm. in g- helping this patient advance in their healing. And sometimes the spiritual, emotional pain a person's carrying uh, to express that and to tell their story mm-hmm. often alleviates some of that pain. And people, there's lots of research today that shows when a person's spiritual pain, emotional pain is right. tended to, they advance in their healing. So we have that research. Very much so. And uh, and for some that have to deal with uh, someone who's either going, undergoing operation, a lot of stress is moving a little quickly. Can, can I talk to somebody, maybe slow everything down, and can I get any kind of perspective? Uh, uh, that, those, that's, oh. the, that's the synergy that St. Mary has, able to put a lot of this stuff into focus uh, for patients in care. And if you have a question, don't 
do not be hesitant to to make it known. Yeah, if absolutely. If you have a concern, yeah. You know, like before we started, sure. you were talking about someone with a knee replacement. Yeah. Knee replacement seems to be pretty benign today. Yeah. But, you know, when you're talking to a, a man who has a, a family and he's a truck driver, uh, knee replacement could really threaten his uh, employment. Mm-hmm. And he can be lying there with that on his mind and his heart. So chaplains are, uh, we're, we are really professional listeners. We're all masters prepared, trained, and we go in and we have no agenda. We're not there to convince anyone of anything. Mm-hmm. We follow the patient's agenda. And many people initially will say, no, I, I don't need a chaplain. But once they begin talking, they realize they're, they're lying there with a lot, lot on their heart, a lot yeah. on their mind. So chaplains are trained to... Uh, to follow that lead and help people. Right, and, that, and that's part of the, the information gathering process, Jack. It's interesting because uh, you go in as a patient, but then they get the, you know, you get the practitioners, you get the nurses, you get the x-ray technicians. All of a sudden, hey, uh, a living will, uh, if there's anything that goes on, would you like to actually talk to somebody? We have a chaplain. We have a gift shop. We have, so you just put everything in play. Now, wherever your, wherever your role may be, you may be in some place a more a few more times and may, or maybe it's just a one uh, one chance encounter i mean absolutely it, many times it's one uh one 10 minute yeah. one half hour encounter um and people will often say you know wow i didn't realize that i was going to feel unlo you know get this off my chest yeah it was a wonderful opportunity to talk and it might be that you never even see the patient you may be maybe in the in chapel with the family members are just distressed. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing. You're kind of feel helpless. Absolutely. Why? I, you know, I, I don't want to show any any kind of angst because I'm afraid it might aggravate other people. So maybe you have a few of those issues. Maybe you could sort of, you know, sort of turn down the turn down the volume a little bit. Yeah. That, do you do do you yeah. do some of that? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could imagine a mother in a, a trauma room whose child was say hit by a car right? mm. imagine waiting for that news how that child's going to progress chaplains are there chaplains yeah. are sitting with her and sometimes just being a presence sometimes saying nothing but wanting that mother to know that she's not alone that right. uh, someone is there to support and be a be a sign of a light yeah. for her right right and you're and you, you like you say you could call in randomly knock on the door hey we're yeah. here yeah. another yeah yeah right yeah you know i'll come back at halftime or something yeah. like that. I'm watching the game or something. I don't yeah, know. But, absolutely. And, and sometimes the game, yeah. watching a game for a few moments with someone is the way you establish a relationship, right? right? Yeah. And, and it might be uh, where you'd see somebody uh, maybe uh, uh, here and there for two times. On the third time, all of a sudden, uh, yeah. you're like the, you're like an old drinking buddy or absolutely. something. Right? Absolutely. So, yeah. You're sitting on a park bench with someone and it, the conversation starts to evolve. Yeah. And you're, you're in the listening uh, you're in the listening and not so much action reaction but in the listening and sort of trying to hone in on something there's something you're looking for jack when you when you have an encounter with families is there something you yeah a key that you could point to well you know i i mean we're not looking for anything i mean we we are pretty agenda free but we are listening closely mm-hmm. and we're and we're and we will feed back what we're hearing right. and often people will um you know we're we're very much unlike a counselor mm-hmm. so a counselor gets a call from a client say the client says you know i have a problem i want to talk to you about it the client has already been be- have began to process their problem chaplains 
are not with people who have much time to process. Think of that mother. Think mm. of a think of a patient who just got diagnosis of a very uh, virulent cancer. Mm. You know, so chaplains are in the raw moment with people. Yeah. Raw. Yeah. The processing hasn't begun, but we're there. We're a sign. We're a, we're a presence, and that's what I tell. That's what I teach. You know, we we show up. Chaplains show up. Yeah. And uh, and you know the other thing I don't want to forget is that that we're there for colleagues too. We're there for our nurses, our doctors, because some of the stress. It's a very high tech, busy place, and um, it moves pretty quickly. And you have to try yeah. to slow everything down and uh, get everybody on the same page. Somehow they're able to do it. If you, you can see it on the other side, with being a patient myself, he said, "Well, how did it go?" You realize in the end, boy, these yeah. people really have it have an idea what they're doing, how to get mobilized, yeah. how to get the information out. And, and how to keep you in the loop at the same Absolutely. time. Yeah. And, and think about this. Yeah. Uh, doctors and nurses and all the caregivers, they come with their own burdens. I mean, they're carrying a lot of things on their heart and mind when they're trying to do this work. And uh, so sometimes a cha- uh, talking with the chaplain and grabbing a coffee with the chaplain mm. is, uh, is very supportive to them. Right. And we're going to come right back. Our St. Mary Healthline Pastoral Care at St. Mary coming up. Dear Neighbors. Our hearts live to fix yours. The St. Mary Cardiovascular Team stands ready to save your life in ways that are safer, faster, less invasive, and sometimes extraordinary. You see, that's our mission, to treat you with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash heart. Chickies and Pete's, your favorite local sports bar with the best in-game experience. Catch all the action and the players at Chickies and Pete's all season long. Live football shows all season, featuring the Brandon Graham Show every Monday. Plus, the Chickie and Pete's Players Lounge with many more special guests. Enjoy daily drink specials, signature menu items, and our world-famous crab fries. Chickies and Pete's is a proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles and the official caterer of the Touchdown Club at Lincoln Financial Field. Head to ChickiesandPete's.com for the full schedule. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Our topic today, the role of spiritual care within the hospital at St. Mary Pastoral Care. And Jack Geraci is here, and he's the director of the spiritual uh, care at St. Mary Medical Center. Do you give him the old Newt Rockney every once in a while? You go inside, you go outside, get him on the run, right, Jack? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> part of it. Yeah. Maybe some days that'll work. Huh? Yeah, but, uh, some days. Yeah. But uh, we were uh, talking ahead of the break. Uh, it's a, yeah, the role is in, and I'm just sort of fitted around as kind of the floating guy around here, and who knows where I could be of service. But there are probably a few misconceptions that maybe uh, you'd like to dispel. That, yeah. uh, you're not, it's non-denominational. You already mentioned that. Is there anything else that uh, you could uh, think absolutely. of? Well, you know, I think one of the big ones, people hear the word chaplain, and some get frightened. They'll think think military, that's they what think I think. military, they may say, gee, am I that sick? I need a chaplain. So I really work with nursing and our physicians to kind of allay those fears and mm-hmm. say, you know, the name is chaplain, but our folks do yeah. a, uh, you know are tremendous listeners so uh, that's that's a help the misconception that chaplains show up only when there's a death or something that yeah. that's totally un- not true could you actually arrange to have a pastor their pastor show up or call them or make no. a get a meeting i mean i remember my m- mother in care uh thought it was great that uh, somehow somebody could come out with for communion there yes. was a connection absolutely uh, and, a- and do you f- can you facilitate that jack yeah, absolutely we yeah. do um 
Um, that's one of the, the hallmarks of chaplaincy is to be a bridge to, to patients' uh, mm-hmm. own clergy. So only with a patient's permission, right, they'll say, uh, would you call my pastor? And yeah. we will, and we leave a message, or we talk directly to the clergy person and let them know they're in. So that's ideal, right, because once somebody leaves the hospital, mm-hmm. we, we're, we're comforted to know that they, they have somebody to follow up with them. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, a lot of times, too, I say the same area experience. Everybody today is... You know, you, as soon as you leave, there's something on your phone. How was your experience? Yes. <laughs> you got yeah. surveys and feedback, and I guess it does help a little bit. Do you get some of that, too? I mean, yeah, Jack was talking to me, and he got my pastor together. I, I really appreciate some of that, and yes. maybe that you, it's kind of reaffirmation in what you're doing, right? Absolutely. And yeah. uh, another area that we're, we're just beginning to, to work with is working with our physician groups so that if in the office or the clinics mm-hmm. a patient is identified, as having some uh, emotional or spiritual distress that they can call. They mm. can call the spiritual care department at the hospital. And uh, at best, we can get to that office or clinic uh, or maybe just make a call. Make a call that evening to the person if they're lonely or they're frightened. Uh, may, they may be living alone. And yeah. So that's a new venture as well. So we, we hope to be reaching people in their homes as well. Yeah, and you might find that the, the patient is really unaware what's going on, but you've been talking Maybe to a wife or Absolutely. a sister-in-law, yeah. or whatever, and sort of going behind yeah. behind enemy lines, as yeah. it were. But just trying to maybe get a, a, a feel of the experience too, and yeah. pass that along, and yes. and maybe they will mention that you're available. That's right. That's right. Caregivers, yeah. Yeah. They, caregivers as well, family members. They they wrestle a lot with yeah. uh, compassion fatigue. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so chaplains are uh, are trained to be present to them as well. Well, One of the things I I, I want to be clear is that, you know, um, about is that, you know, chaplains are not visiting patients to convert or evangelize them. That, in fact, that's unethical, and mm. someone could lose their position for doing that. Mm-hmm. So that's just false. Some people think, well, yeah, you know, they're coming in to convert me. It, it, that's not it. You know, we're there to support anyone, um, mm-hmm. Hindu, Buddhist, Muslim, people who claim not to have any faith tradition, an atheist, agnostic. Chaplains are trained and educated to sit with that person and work with them as they try to make meaning of their illness or whatever they're struggling with. When you do talk to uh, patients or uh, uh, family members, is it is it in conf- is it in confidence? Uh, will they tell you, you? I would like to. Can you tell my doctor this? Can I? Yeah. I was afraid that I, I may have missed something there. I'm a little worried about. You know, the right. medications I was right. taking, I, I, right. I know you're a conduit in there, yeah. too, but there's also, there's also some confidentiality, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So chaplains do respect the patient's confidentiality, mm-hmm. and uh, um, the, the, the encounter is considered a sacred encounter, uh, and at the same time, patients may reveal something like, for example, I, I once was visiting with a woman who had a, a serious heart attack, and... Uh, you know, she told me that three weeks prior, her son, you know, had uh, had died mm. actually by a suicide, wow. and she did not share that with anybody in her team. And I just thought it was really relevant to you know the broken heart, if you will, a metaphor there of her of her heart condition. Mm-hmm. So I asked her permission. I said, you know, uh, can I can I share this with your team? I think it's important. Uh, and I did. And they were very grateful because that was part of her process. She was in tremendous grief and they were not aware of it. Right. And that's the uh, unexpected dividend yeah. right, of, of asking a question or two. You may 
it may be nothing it may be something yes and yeah. also it could, could be something going forward absolutely uh, uh, uh in a way what they call the blessing in disguise a little bit yes uh, maybe some kind of lack of communication has been has been cleared up absolutely and that yeah. woman in fact i she did not ask to see me directly but i was uh, in the hallway and saw her crying in her mm-hmm. bed you know she was an elderly woman and so i took uh, the initiative to go in and, and mm-hmm. talk with her and then this evolved right and you have that kind of that uh, calming voice and demeanor do you have to yeah. train for that or or well, or, you, or you were a drill sergeant during <laughs> it the, helps. During, during your military <laughs> it right it shape helps. up or ship out yeah, yeah. it helps no, okay yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and uh, trained to to listen, react, not to judge. Correct. But uh, what uh, is this? There has to be some kind of uh, probably some psychological care or, yeah. or that you have to deal with. That, yeah, uh, we components. Uh, we study the behavioral sciences, so we mm-hmm. we get to know the human story pretty well. That's part of the training and mm-hmm. education. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's a lot more than what people think. It's it isn't just um, I shouldn't say just. Mm-hmm. It's not praying and and sacrament and ritual. We do that. Mm-hmm. We do that well, but um, the uh, the education and needed for chaplaincy for professional chaplains uh, is uh, quite extensive and. So yeah, yeah, and you find some kind of avenue that maybe somebody else couldn't find, where you get to the your doctor. You you may just you know barely see him in at all before yeah. the surgery, you know, or or whatever whatever it is. And but they have to be up to speed on that. Do you ever communicate with doctors and say hey, there's a little concern? Maybe you want to could you, uh, you maybe you may want to bring that up and iron something out there and get some kind of understanding. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so our our chaplains uh, actually do uh, rounding in the morning with nurses and uh, if physicians are there and pharmacists and case managers. So the chaplain is going in and out of the rooms uh, with the team and listening and, mm-hmm. and observing and make recommendations and uh, you know we'll follow up if they're in a room where a patient seems distressed. So uh, chaplaincy today in healthcare is integral to, to the team and to the process of uh, healing right mm. so it's not it's not something you tag on in the in the at the end it's integrated and that's that's been a large part of my work at uh, St. Mary's since I'm there is helping the team better appreciate what chaplains do what we can offer and keep them involved and in, uh, in the as you said, feedback and closing yeah. the loop, uh, documenting, charting what they're what they're experiencing with patients. It's it's very important. It is. And uh, talk. We'll continue our conversation on our Saint Mary Healthline. We come right back. Pain is the enemy. Motion is victory. So the Saint Mary Orthopedic Team replaces knees and hips. We mend spines. We mend people with brilliant technology and simple human kindness. So you can go home faster and happier. That's our mission. Call 8447-ST-MARY or visit stmaryhealthcare.org slash ortho. Corporate sedan service is built with you in mind. Corporate sedan service's large fleet of vehicles and knowledgeable driving professionals meets the unique needs of each person safely and reliably. Don't take our word for it. Check out their great reviews on Yelp. For corporate car service, airport transportation, or a family vacation, call Corporate Sedan Service. Are you ready to take a ride? Call 877-801-6140. That's 877-801-6140. Or go to sedanservice.com. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. 
That's right. On board today, talking uh, past the spiritual care within the hospital with Jack Geraci. And, you know, for more information, you can visit the website, stmaryhealthcare.org, and find out more. Maybe uh, you, you didn't know it even existed, or maybe on a limited basis, or maybe it's by appointment. No, it's... If you happen to catch uh, Jack on his motorcycle going through the medical center, you ne- you have to just flag him down, right? Mm-hmm. That's right? Maybe that's what time you would need something like that. How many you should pay you by the mile, huh, for getting around? Uh, our chaplains, some some of them wear uh, yeah. really comfortable shoes, let's yeah, say that. I'll yeah. say that, yeah. yeah. But, uh, Jack, one of the things, t- <coughs> you've been around a little bit in a lot of different places and in the same role, and you're now at St. Mary's and now for about six, seven years now? Seven years, yeah. Seven years and always about the team effort and the synergy and the teamwork that goes along with it. And then you find out, you know, what is the, what is the mission and, where, and how, does, how do we fit in? Uh, what yeah. would be kind of an overall, an overview of the kind of a mission statement that uh, you could well, make? you know, when you ask the director of spiritual care that yeah. question, I, uh, I, I think spiritual care is at the heart of the mission. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certainly as a Catholic hospital, our, our mission is rooted in, uh, in, in the gospel of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So Jesus, who was a compassionate, healing presence wherever he went. So in the same way, uh, spiritual care is at the heart of the mission of St. Mary. I, I believe the chaplain's presence on the patient care units is very much a symbol of God's love, uh, God's mercy, God's mm-hmm. wisdom, um, and a support to people who are suffering. You also may, I mentioned, too, it's, uh, uh, there's also staff issues, or maybe there's a clash among colleagues, or the stressor. And I told Absolutely. you I needed these x-rays right now, yeah. and then it's ongoing, so you might be able to uh, intervene, maybe put out a fire. What kind of misunderstanding has there been? Uh, Maybe we're missing something. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're always in the you're in the examination process. Absolutely, really. and yeah. you know, chaplains are not on the fl- are not there to, you know, uh, say get get triangulated yeah. into uh, right. an issue. You know, sometimes a physician, well, particularly a nurse, yeah. might be wrestling with an issue herself or himself, and so chaplains are really non-judgmental, yeah. and uh, we're we're there for the patient, we're there for the family, we're there for this. The, the nurse. I mean, think of nurses, you know, who become very, uh, have a lot of feelings for pa- their patients, right? And sure do. So someone has a bad turn for the worst, or they might die. Uh, and so chaplains yeah. are there for, for them. To yeah, you get a personal relationship. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, and you get to know somebody, their story, their Absolutely. families. And, uh, you know, it becomes, and when they pass or something yeah. like that, uh, it, it hurts. It's a tremendous loss. Because yeah. It, yeah, and that. And you find out these nurses have been doing this for thirty some years, and that's that's all they live for. They that's had right. a it's a calling. That's, that's what they, they and that's what they feel. I was going to ask you, well, maybe it's off the board a little bit, but with other chaplains, I mean, mm-hmm. do you ever confer about with other chaplains about what you're talking about, and and somebody will bring up some boy, I never thought of that, or yeah. maybe I'll try that one, or agree disagree amongst your colleagues and other mm-hmm. other chaplains that are that are working there. Absolutely. So yeah. I, I mentioned we have five. Five full-time chaplains, and uh, we meet every morning for morning report. Mm-hmm. So we gather for some meditation time, and mm-hmm. then, and then each chaplain is assigned different units. So mm-hmm. their patients are all over the hospital, and uh, they'll they'll share, you know, who they're going to see today, and mm. and so that's a time for us to. Uh, Share, brainstorm yeah. together. Sure. What are some uh, who, who's most needy today, for yeah. example, and how we might approach them? Could it be more than a one-on-one thing? I mean, Jack, you could bring a colleague in and, and say, "Hey, uh, Bob, what do you th- what do you think here?" Uh, you know, and you know, 
you, like a, a couture with another one and sort of bounce each off each other. Have you ever done that before? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you can imagine with our Jewish chaplain, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes patients learn we have a Jewish chaplain. So a mm-hmm. Jewish patient or family member will will request that. And, yeah. and we're glad to meet that need. Um, yeah. We have a we have a chaplain who is uh, specializes in palliative care. Um, yeah. So that chaplain is often consulted to uh, meet patients. Yeah, and well. more than a few times, uh, uh, you would probably be uh, requested in in when it comes down to some hospice care, absolutely, and things yeah. like that. And then yeah. you you find out, uh, having gone through that a few times, you find out how good those people really are and trained in their business. And absolutely, all I I remember is that they they brought food. Yeah, <laughs> and just absolutely. said we one of the and never even thought of that. We yeah, and just talked and were just a very uh, calming presence and yeah. said hey uh this is uh, you, you wouldn't be the first to ever have to go through this That's those right. are those are the you know there's some really some you know tough yeah. issues to deal with at times jack chaplains yeah. chaplains are uh, real people i mean yeah. we, we talk real stuff with patients yeah. you know do you actually could uh, have master service within within the uh, uh, hospital we do sort of mobile yeah. like a mobile unit or whatever <laughs> well our our chapel of course is on the on the first floor it's right in the main off the main lobby and uh so Monday through Friday, we have a Mass at 11.30 in the morning, and some of our colleagues are able to attend, but people from the community come down, family oh, members okay. come down. Uh, Saturdays at 5 p.m. and Sundays at 11 o'clock in the morning. And then we also have, uh, those Masses are televised into patients' rooms. So oh. on Channel 7, mm-hmm. uh, patients... A little access there? Yeah, yeah. could watch that. Uh, on Channel 34, there's Protestant services for folks to... Uh, to enter into and, and watch um yeah so so you're trying to make it as inclusive as possible that's and, right and, and do that and uh it's it's something they can choose to do uh, right. uh or uh, maybe they maybe they would feel better being in the, in a chapel that's right r- rather than a than a hospital room yeah. feel uh, feel like the setting is right i mean yeah. everybody's different yeah saint mary has done some wonderful uh, construction of what we call the healing gardens, and uh, mm-hmm. so beyond the chapel, there's there's beautiful space for people to uh, meditate, just mm-hmm. get away, get some air, um, be with themselves, be with yeah. their God. Yeah. yeah, and and your director as well. How much input do you have on some of the procedures that go there? I'd like to see this. Uh, do you have any kind of leeway where you say, you know, I think we could connect better here. Yeah. I think we could do this a little little bit better yeah. uh, do you have that do you have that kind of uh, I certainly do say so yeah. to do so I, I do and uh, you know I think my experience as a, a nurse uh, aligns me well with nurse leaders we have good relationships so the nurse chaplain relationship is really important I have a, a, a vice president for mission um, Gary Edwards and he and I are meeting a weekly to look at ways that we could meet the, the goals of the hospital and, and look at areas that need some attention. So yeah. I, I, feel, I feel very supported at St. Mary's. Yeah, we mentioned uh, that there's always a survey on something or other. And said, That's well, right. Yeah, yeah I could, we could probably implement this a little better, or maybe we should uh, try it this way. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, absolutely. and, wor- and work on that. Is there something that always, uh, uh, is there something that really sticks to you with families uh, when you're talking to them or patients? Is there something that really sticks with you when... Uh, when you're in conference or afterwards, is there one thing that you can think of? 
Yeah, I think I think for so many people they they feel um, they feel alone oftentimes, yeah. like in in their experience, and for them they are alone, yeah. right? Uh, they they're, they're suffering alone. Yeah, feeling lousy they about are. being uh, feeling lousy about feeling lousy. That's right. Yeah. and so I think it's alone, being alone and fearful. People are just afraid, waiting for lab results, waiting yeah. for surgeries, and uh, that's a that's that time just hangs right while people are waiting and yeah. waiting. So, I think uh, I think the, the the professional chaplain is so inclined to sit with these folks and, and in a comfortable way and invite them to be themselves. You right. Know? And uh, and and we're so many people who walk into those rooms are giving information to patients, giving information, telling patients, yeah. and the chaplain is the exact. Sometimes patients will say to us, well, "What what what are you what are you doing? You know, you're you're allowing me to talk." Yeah, and we say that that's that's what it's about. Yeah, and you're kind of you're kind of in that. Uh, uh with all this high tech, yes. there's an app for everything. It's yeah. Maybe there's a pastoral app. Yeah. I go oh, this sermon. I can, right. I can, I can just punch up right here. Right. But uh, with, with all this technology and apps and and all the computer stuff, you still have to be the the one on one or the, the human encounter, human yeah. encounter, yeah. and getting the information face to face, getting reaction face to face. I don't know. You've ever ever FaceTimed anybody on a well, on the chat? Yeah, we haven't no. FaceTimed, but we are. You know, we are thinking of the telephonic chaplaincy. So yeah. calling folks will be different. Yeah. But I think I think today people are ready for it. I think yeah. a call from a chaplain uh, in the evening, or a person who's experiencing loneliness or f- fear, I, I, I think it could be quite uh, comforting. I think it's. I think it would be a good idea. They could actually see some see an action yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe I, I saw them do that. Maybe uh, maybe I could get in on that's that, right. yeah. Right. And maybe there's yeah. kind of a, I'm not the only one that feels the way. That's right. It, and you find out that maybe maybe they, you know I'm not as you know out of it as I thought I was. Yeah. You know? There's a sense of universality, right? Yeah, uh, right. I'm lonely, but you know this other person is lonely, and and they people people feel that that's very healing as well. That I'm not I'm not the only one in this. Yeah, it's a standard operating procedure. Uh, yeah. bring it on, and yeah. then maybe just that's what they need just to make the decision yes. too. So. The more you can, uh, the more you sell yourself about the, I guess there's process in everything, isn't there? That's right. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. As uh, we wrap up here on the St. Mary Healthline, we're talking uh, with Jack Geraci, the director of spiritual care at uh, St. Mary Medical Center, is try to work within the framework there and also gathering of information uh, as well as uh, arranging mass and communion or or some kind of get-together with Family meetings or requests, and you're always you're always available all the time. And I'm sure you must have your your phone on all the time, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> we are. So you're always co- constantly walking the floors and meeting a lot of different people and trying to bring together and uh, also get a lot of information to pass back too. That's right. right. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Well, you had the last word on the, as uh, as you know, where you are. You know, you've been there seven years. Mm-hmm. What you've been doing. Is there some place that you'd like to go from 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 there? Is there some, is there kind of a next step that you'd like to see at the, at St. Mary's? Well, I th- I think just continuing to uh, in- be relevant as chaplains mm-hmm. to the care of patients and uh, be a, be a vital member of the interdisciplinary team is is really where we have to move. Um, and uh, it takes professional people to do that. It takes educated, trained 
listeners, and uh, that's who we are. So I, I guess I would just say yeah. that, you know, if anyone listening is admitted to the hospital, uh, not to be afraid or inhibited to request um, to speak with the chaplain. Uh, we're a great group of professionals. Right. We love people, and um, despite it's difficult work, but despite it, we, we continue to be yeah. there for patients. Well, the technology and everything else, it moves pretty quick, and maybe sometimes you need somebody just to, yeah. to slow it down a little bit. And just sort of gather, uh, you know, regather, and uh, somehow make sense of it, uh, of it all, right? right? Make or meaning, right? Meaning, purpose, yeah. 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 Did Jack so much? Uh, thank you so much for sharing the knowledge here on the on the uh, St. Mary Health Line. Hopefully, we'll get you back again and get you some updates and, yeah. and some good stories yeah. to tell, right? Well, thank you very much for having me. Yeah. All right, our St. Mary Health Line nine o'clock Wednesdays here on WBCB.